0: And welcome to ASPA's podcast. I am Anna Weber and I am ASPA's marketing coordinator. With me today, I have Kirk Konecki. Kirk is the superintendent at Indian Hill Exempted Village School District in Cincinnati, Ohio. And he's joining me today to talk about one of my favorite topics right now, which is AI. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Anna. I appreciate it.
0: Kirk, would you mind sharing just a little bit about yourself for our listeners?
1: Sure. Um, I am in my eighth year as a superintendent and CEO at Indian Hill Exempted Village School District. We are a um, suburban school on the northeast side of Cincinnati, Ohio. We serve about 2,300 students. Um, I have some experience working in large and small and urban and rural schools throughout my career. I've been doing this for about 28 years now, and i um, really excited to talk with you a little bit about AI and its impact on, on education.
0: When we were tossing around ideas of what to talk about today and you mentioned AI, I was so excited because it's one of my favorite topics. And working in marketing, I suppose my take is probably a little bit different than everyone that's working in education. But it's so fascinating to me to talk to our members about how they're implementing it in their districts. Would you mind sharing a couple of ways that AI is impacting your HR department short-term?
1: Sure. You know, first and foremost, I think that um, excellent leaders, they signal things to their culture about what's important. And so um, you have to do that through process a lot. And AI is impacting process and how we think about work in all facets of life. But AI is not a supplement or a tool. Uh, AI and the generative um, AI software packages that have been coming out for people to work with like ChatGPT4 and beyond are really going to change the entire world. I think that actually makes teachers more important than ever. So I think the first thing is to make sure in public schools that we tell our employees that not only do we want people who can embrace change, but that this change requires great teachers and teachers who will talk to people about things like ethics and morals and values like never before, because this isn't like adding a microwave to your home. This is changing the way you build your home. And so we have to really provide those metaphors and those messages to signal that we're going to be dealing with some big change with regards to AI. And then the process pieces that they will recognize and notice on a daily basis are things that we can teach and work through together.
0: I think that that is a really interesting um, component that we haven't quite gotten to touching in sort of the broader conversation around AI is the moral implications of having this technology at your fingertips. And I think that, Addressing that with school age children is really important. Um, do you know if do you see there being any longer-term effects?
1: Oh yeah, I, I think you know, short-term, I tell people all the time if if they're a fan of um Sudoku, the game, they can think of playing like one um set of squares as AI short term. But really um, the power of AI is that somebody could be playing, you know, multiple Sudoku games at one time and coming up with multiple answers and outcomes. And really the basics are what we're all talking about right now, like writing assistance and data analysis, um, presentation um, and slide decks and how you can do these easier and better, Um, some design thinking maybe, um, all the operational tasks Those are things that we're gonna look for in employees when we hire. And we're also gonna look for people who can understand and curate things using AI generated um, tools. But the longer term implications are, are how do we govern each other? What are the ethical rules that should be in place um, with regards to the use of AI? How can we nurture children to embrace this in their world and also understand the values behind it and its use? And so the long-term implications are that we're going to be dealing with problems in our lives. We've always been dealing with problems. They're either going to be people problems, they're going to be process problems, they're going to be perception problems, or they're going to be um, communication problems. We need to help people understand how AI can help us navigate those problems.
0: So how are you advancing the use of AI in your capital plans?
1: In terms of capital, it's really interesting. So um, before AI, we used to think of all the knowledge we would need and all the skills and tools we would need and what it would cost to put them into place and how long and how many people we would work through to um, equip with these skills in terms of professional learning. When you think about tasks that used to be thought of as complex, AI makes many of those tasks simple meaning an individual can learn them on their own time, their own pace, and in a much quicker way and get from basic comprehension of a skill to analysis and, and application of a skill using AI. So complex tasks become more simple, which also means they become cheaper. And anything that you can do cheaper in schools is a good thing, right? Because you want to use your budget to impact children and their learning. That can impact everybody in an organization. The other thing is that we used to worry about data and how to use, analyze, and assess data all the time. AI tools can do all that for us. We don't need to sit around and have hours and hours and hours of meetings to pour over data anymore. Teachers don't need to do that. They can actually make their lives a lot easier. We can get to the intervention and acceleration and extension steps for them and for all employees a lot quicker. That also means more time working on other things. So we've saved money in some places and then we can invest our money differently in other places. People used to joke about trying to go paperless in schools. Most schools have not gone paperless, as you know. Um, If they did, they could save all that money and use it for something else. This is kind of like the same dialogue, except that AI is going to literally impact everything, not just the paper we use in class to look at a table or a chart or data.
0: So can you expand a little bit more on how you think AI is going to change the world of education?
1: Sure, a couple examples that I would talk about that the impact is already being felt. First is the special education process and how we communicate it and all of the documentation and filing and forms and uh, meeting steps that happen. You know, you can make a big Gantt chart on that whiteboard behind your head there and we could talk about all day long what happens and how many people and how many steps are involved. AI is going to make that whole process much more efficient for the people who need to interface with documents, reports, tools, and data for children and their learning. Uh, that is something we've all wanted, but I think you'll start to, start to see a more personalized approach, not just for students who have special needs, but for educational plans for all individuals. Because quite frankly, every individual can kind of have a virtual backpack on and go and learn anywhere they need to learn. They, they don't even need another human being to do that anymore because of AI. However, I would argue everybody needs teachers. The second piece is adaptive learning, right, and how each of those individuals is going to learn in an adaptive way, but then get the guidance, the coaching, the mentoring and training they need. And this is why teachers and educators in public schools are so valuable. Everybody needs a mentor, a coach, or a trainer at some point. They might just not need it at the same speed or time or place or format as they had it before. Um, AI is going to help us with improved writing and the use of content to create new content. That's an amazing thing for someone who's creative and somebody who thinks they might want to grow up to be an author or an artist or work in the movies. Uh, Original works of art, that's already been a big topic of discussion because of AI. What is original art and what is new art? just the debate about that alone is really I- intriguing, but more important, what can children do with that? That That's special. Um, we're already starting to see this pop up in performance art um, and event planning assistance. We're starting to see this with fiscal assistance in, in AI software, uh, anything from writing a letter or an email to um, putting together a business plan or prospectus. Those kinds of things could cost literally millions of dollars for school districts. When we can start to use tools to impact our work, that's revolutionary.
0: And then zooming out a little bit, how do you see this impacting the world? I'll share a little bit about how it's impacted my space in the marketing world. Um, Aspa uses a platform called Hootsuite to run all of our social media platforms. And about six months ago, I got an update from them saying that they had new AI integration that would comb through your past posts and reformat them, pull the ones that had performed the best and then repackage them to send back out. And that's like an incredible thing for me. I spend hours and hours every month putting together our social media plans and writing tweets and having that tiny little integration has freed up so much of my time and we've seen an impact in how our social media posts perform just from that one little integration in our lives so from that little integration i can't imagine you know all of the other things that we'll be able to utilize this for where do you see it impacting the
1: world The way that you just described what you've done now, because you've gone from using time to have to do all the work and the process to using your time to now analyze and think strategically about your next steps with the time you've gained, that just is world changing. I think for anybody who's fearful about AI and what it's going to mean for them as an individual... Those are the powerful examples that will not only allow them to kind of mitigate their anxiety and fear, but to have some energy and enthusiasm about how this could be a positive thing for them moving forward. When I think about this from my role as a CEO, uh, working with things like board relations, um, the time that we spend communicating with board members, educating them, preparing for board meetings, preparing agendas, all of that can change in an instant and then how they access me and all of the material and resources they need can also change. So the workflow is changing already. Um, When I think about the financial actors that schools tend to deal with, we usually work with local vendors who provide us with certain rates and discounts, and they have a time schedule that they work on. Now, a public school district in Cincinnati, Ohio, could work with financial actors from anywhere in the world to get our products, supplies, materials, and assistance for employees um, cheaper and faster. And that, that pool of competition is so much wider for us um, because of the speed and efficiency with which we can use AI to analyze and compare all of the people we need to work with. Those are just two examples of, I, of how I think it will impact us at the, the system level, working with our board and working with our budget. Um, Let me talk about something more personal, though. When it comes to hiring somebody, the people who are already using social media tools to reach out and connect with someone very quickly to see if they're interested in a job has changed education forever. But when I can analyze, check a reference, and skip three or four steps in a process for someone to get that one-to-one interface to really get to an interview to hire All that time I save for me and for that candidate and then be used for other things, that's game-changing for us in terms of HR.
0: And then um, what are some pitfalls or challenges that you've identified?
1: One thing already I've noticed is when people are applying for jobs, their own personal brand, people are spending more time on curating their own brand as an individual. They're spending time letting you know that they are into um, becoming an influencer. We're seeing a lot of that with some of our Gen Z applicants. They've grown up in an era where they know they can monetize themselves. They can do influential work. They can use social media. Um, Now they can use AI to really become innovative and curate an entire career. The fact is they don't need to come here and work for me for 35 years as a teacher anymore. They could have seven or eight or nine or 10 careers. So we need to understand that so that we can respond to that. We want people to build on their talents and strengths when we hire them. And so what we need to do in education is we need to think about new and evolving roles, new and evolving job titles, new and evolving responsibilities. And you know the day of having a, just a core teacher and some support people teaching electives, that's over in schools. We need campus life coordinators and activities directors. We need trainers. We need mentors. We need people that can work with individuals. And so that's really affecting how we budget for who we hire, how many we hire, and then how long they're going to remain with us, which changes the entire onboarding uh, to exit cycle as you're trying to get feedback from them while they work for you.
0: And when you talk about paradigms and AI, what do you mean?
1: So I think the way that people think about the world is they tend to create a model for themselves or a paradigm. And when people uh, encounter changes, they try to incorporate those changes into a paradigm um, or they they substitute one model for another. AI is about taking all of the paradigms we've all known to exist prior to AI in our lives and synthesizing them into a new paradigm. And that paradigm is that all paradigms can exist and be layered on top of each other and interact with each other to form brand new models or to uh, rely on old models to get to a new model. The fact is, this is mind blowing. Most people don't like what I'm saying. Um, The idea here is that there is not one way to do things in the world right? And there is no one model we can rely on. That's a disruption that can make people really anxious or fearful because people like stability. They like calm. They like static safety in their life. Most people don't like change. The idea about AI is that the the change is so fast and so rapid with everything around them in their lives that they're going to have to learn how to take multiple models and make sense of them together at the same time. I hope that makes sense.
0: It absolutely does. And I personally am, I'm very interested by AI. I'm very excited by some of the things that we've discovered in the past couple of months, but I do think that it it's scary. And the best way I think to combat that fear is by utilizing the technology and getting familiar with it. Because once you start to utilize it, you can understand the best ways to use it to your advantage and work with it instead of against it.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great comment. I think that, um. There are some things that you can do, right? AI and the use of it condenses the beginning of a process and the ending of a process and allows you to use all the time you gained to do more thinking with the process. Um, Allowing people to think about next steps within seconds and envision a future within seconds is something we couldn't do before with certain problems that we faced in our work every day. Also allows you to have some focused targets and goals that you can really analyze much more efficiently as you move forward in your work. You asked before about pitfalls, and I think sometimes people think, if I don't know what the future is going to look like, then that's a problem. Like if I don't know what my professional journey might look like, that could be a problem. Actually, AI is gonna allow you to figure some of that out a lot quicker than you ever could before. You might not have to do as much research for as long as you would in the past, just about a job search. Um, you might not have to worry about communication uh, or presentation or performance as much as you did in the past because the integrity of I mean, anything you curate and create is going to be at your fingertips much more quickly. So there, there's some things I think you can kind of flip the script from fear to an opportunity when you think about how I can, AI can help you in your your career journey.
0: And if one of our listeners was completely foreign to the world of AI and listening to us changed their mindset about it, what would your next steps for them be? I
1: think the first thing I would talk to them about as an employee is a school calendar as an example. So well, anybody who enters public schools and public education has always had to deal with a calendar, right? It usually starts sometime in August, finishes up sometime in, at the end of May or June, and then you get a little break and there's these, these built-in days and holidays and everything else. And then we try to figure out how much time do I have to commit to my job? And what am I gonna do when I have to do professional learning? AI allows us to take a work calendar, the menus and those non-routine hours and really become creative and flexible with them in a hybrid world where you can do a lot of learning on your own. Other times you can learn with people individually, small group, large group, and we can do things to fit your needs. Even within the workday, we can do that now for adults and children. I think people are just scratching the surface on how we can use time better with things that are even tried and true, like our school calendar. So I would encourage everybody to think about how much time they want to spend on certain tasks during their day as an individual. And when it's a when it's a teacher working with, you know, set schedule, the more they can change that time up or have flexibility within that time for themselves and children, the better. And we need to get away from some of the traditional historic models we've seen and start thinking about how AI allows us to use time better. So I would start with thinking about a calendar.
0: And where can our listeners reach you if they have any questions about the world of AI, if they want to pick your brain or if they just want to connect with you?
1: Well, anytime anybody wants to reach me here, they can uh, find me on our website at indianhillschools.org. They can email me directly at kirk.konecki at ihsd.us. And, uh, of course, reach out to you. And I'd be glad to talk to anybody at any time about these ideas. Um, I think that there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to learn. And I'm I'm no expert. And if there's anything I've learned is that I'm never going to be an expert with AI. Uh, I just have to lean into learning.
0: And conversations like this, I think, are a great way to increase your learning and your familiarity with the topic. Um, It's just great to connect with people, and especially when they have a different um, utilization of the technology than you do. Kirk, it has been amazing to talk with you today. This is one of my favorite topics, and it's always fun to hear from our members about how they're utilizing new technology. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate you and AASPA and all you do for everybody.